Hey there, and welcome to the Box Office Watch Podcast, where we keep watch on how much money movies are making and why. This is the show recapping the weekend of January 19th through the 21st, 2024. My name is Paulo, and I'm your host. Hope everyone's doing well out there. As for me, I've been a little bit frazzled uh, the last day or so, though for good reasons. Uh, if you follow movies, you probably know that the Oscar nominations were announced yesterday. Uh, shout out to Oppenheimer for getting 13 nominations, just one sort of the all-time record. Um, but, you know, given that I have an Oscars podcast, you can imagine that it was a little bit hectic and busy day for me. Um, as such, it's going to be a quick episode uh, since I have to put the episode of my Oscars Death Race podcast out still, uh, which is just as well since, hey, this week there wasn't too much interesting at the box office to discuss so let's just get to the numbers and get out of here in first place, once again, we have Mean Girls, the musical, dropping a fairly steep uh, 59% in its second weekend to $11.6 million in 3,826 theaters for $3,000 per theater average. Domestically, it's made about $50 million to date and it's about $66 million worldwide. This is all of a budget of $36 million, and for a film that was originally going to be direct to streaming, it's pretty good profitability-wise. Um, so I guess it's technically a win, though perhaps not as, win as much of a win as Paramount would have hoped it would be. In second place, The Beekeeper drops a very respectable 48% uh, in $8.6 million, $8 million uh, in 3,330 theaters for $2.5 uh, $2, per theater average. Uh, it made about $32 million domestically so far in the second weekend, but uh, it actually has outdone Mean Girls worldwide uh, with $44 million overseas against about $16 million. So it's actually, I believe, the highest grossing film of the year so far, uh, $76 million total. Uh, no news what the budget is, but I can't imagine it was too expensive. So it's probably also profitable. Uh, in third place, Wonka's sixth weekend comes in at $6.7 million in 3,136 theaters for about a 2,100 per theater average and a 21% drop from last weekend. Uh, that comes in about $187 million domestically with $345 million overseas. It's actually hit $533 million worldwide, but combined with the $475 million that the 2005 Johnny Depp version of the film came in, plus technically the $4 million from the original Gene Wilder version, uh, we're actually up to a billion dollars in the Wonka franchise, uh, so you know, good good things all around there. Uh, in fourth place, my Grayson so got so so some signs of life with week in week five with a, a pretty good twelve percent drop, which is what you'd expect from an animated film. Comes in about five point four million in three thousand and ninety four theaters for a one point seven k per theater average and a ninety four million dollar domestic total. Slowly but surely getting to the hundred million dollar mark. Uh, it's also made ninety seven million dollars overseas for a one ninety two million domestic total uh, with a budget about seventy two million or so. Um, that's probably all gravy for Illumination here on out. Uh, again, perhaps not as much as they would have hoped for. Uh, rounding out the top five is the surprise hit of the of the winter, uh, Anyone But You, making $5.4 million in week five uh, with a 24% drop in 2,928 theaters. That's a per theater average of about 1,800 or so um, with a $64 million domestic total. Uh, and it is, this is actually still only the first weekend that it's actually less than its opening weekend, which is pretty great. Um, with about another $35 million overseas, it's actually hit that $100 million mark, which off of a $25 million production budget is a tidy profit. Uh, we'll see if this success continues. I think Glenn Powell's coming out in that uh, uh, Heroes of the Air, whatever, the Spielberg, you know, World War II uh, pilot uh, TV series. Uh, meanwhile, Sydney Sweeney's next project, I believe, is uh, Madam Web. So uh, we'll see how that pans out for her. 
Uh, outside of the top five, the only notable film with uh, was the new only notable film was the new opener ISS, starring Ariana DeBose from Bleecker Street, uh, opening to a paltry three million dollars in 2,520 uh, theaters, right about where the low expectations were. I mean, with a cinema score of about C minus and a Rotten Tomatoes of 63 critics and 43 audience, it's not really going anywhere. Um, and that's you know three million dollars with you know uh within the state of uh New North Carolina where it was uh filmed um about uh, the reported production budget is about fourteen million dollars which probably is actually even more with all all things said so um yeah I don't think it's gonna uh really break out here. Um, let's see, uh, this upcoming weekend, the only wide release is the Lionsgate film Miller's Girl, starring Jenna Ortega and Martin Freeman. Um, no forecast for this one. The trailer doesn't look that great. It opened at Palm Springs uh, Film Festival uh, this month. Um, we'll see if the Ortega stands come out for this one, but for some reason, I kind of doubt it. So, uh, it'll probably be Mean Girls and Beekeeper at the top of the box office once again. Um, I think the weekend after on February 2nd with Argyle will be the first weekend where a new film will take the top of the box office. Uh, in the meantime, this weekend has a number of indie films coming out in limited, though none of them ended up getting that Oscar nomination, unfortunately. Uh, the Peasants, Pictures of Ghosts, Totem, and Sometimes I Think About Dying. Honestly, next weekend, I'm most excited about seeing how these Oscar nominations impact the box office of these films. Um, I still have a bet that that uh, Oppenheimer will make it to one billion dollars by the end of the uh, by the end of the Oscar season. So about what forty six days at this point. Um, but you know, for for example, this week Godzilla minus one, I believe, goes into its final week of its release here, getting the minus color version in black and white. Um, after you know, the film got its first the franchise's first Oscar nomination in visual effects this year. Uh, the only notable headlines, I think, uh, box office-wise, is Mission Impossible, that Reckoning officially dropped its name, uh, the part one from its name. It's coming out uh, to Paramount Plus on January 25th, um, alongside getting its two Oscar nominations, again, a first for the franchise. Uh, the Book of Clarence, you know, from a couple from last week uh, or a couple weeks ago, did so badly here, uh, it actually got dropped from the U.S. release, uh, the U.K. release schedule, which is not a good look. And then A24's A Civil War moved up its release schedule from April 26th to April 12th. Um, I believe, uh, you know, I think um, what was it? Godzilla vs Kong. I think had moved out of that, moved up uh, out of there uh, a couple weeks ago. So you know, be coming in to take that spot separately a little bit from uh, you know challengers and some other indie fair at the end of the month. Uh, in any case, like I said, I've got to attend to a lot of Oscar stuff uh, this week. So uh, with that, I think it's going to be a wrap for this episode. Uh, tell me, tell me if there's any box office tips you might have. Box office watch at podcast.gmail.com. Twitter would be a watch podcast. Our show is on Spotify, iTunes. Subscribe, leave a review, and if that helps. Um, links in the show notes. Numbers in the show comes from dnumbers.com. Intro and outro music from Kevin MacLeod and Competent of Filmers.io. Editing for next to my Ninja Boy Media. Until next time, this has been the Box Office Watch. And remember, our watch goes on. Yeah.